0: Welcome to the podcast for people turning the Great American RV Adventure into Stressless Camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to a different kind of format for the Stressless Camping Podcast.
1: Yeah, we've got so much to say today that we're going to jump right in. And we're not going to fool around with all that other stuff that we usually do. We're just going to start talking.
0: Yeah, start talking. Well, <laughs> and, and the thing is... It's RV show season. It sure is. And if you look at the Stressless Camping website, there are just a tremendous number of RV shows.
1: This month is full of shows. And it
0: it just keeps going. It's nutty how many shows there are. And we thought we'd use our experience to maybe help you get the most... From an R V show.
1: Right. So whichever show you decide to go to, they're all they all have a lot of things in common and so we try to make a list of things that are that are not specific to any one show. They're pretty much what you're gonna see at every show and some kind of tips to make your show going a little better.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now RV shows, who is there? Typically they are shows organized by a company and then they bring in a bunch of dealers who then bring in lines that they represent so you might get a dealer who has five or six brands that they specialize in and they will bring those rvs in and you can walk through them sometimes they get the manufacturers to jump on board and you'll get manufacturers reps and sometimes those manufacturers will offer incentives to the dealer to capture the sales because it's a competitive environment and they they want your business. Right. So that is basically what is at an RV show. So here are 23 tips for attending an RV show.
1: All right. Number one tip, really seriously think about this wear comfortable shoes. Wear the best, most comfortable shoes you have. I have never understood women who go to something like this wearing a mini skirt and spike heels. You're going to be climbing in and out of RVs. Maybe you're going to try different parts of the RV and you're going to walk a lot. Yes. So dress comfortably, especially on your feet.
0: Uh, Bring water bottles. There are all kinds of food vendors. A lot of times there's uh, food trucks and cool things available at the show. But it'll be nice if you have a water bottle with you just so you have that water immediately available.
1: Right. You want to keep yourself hydrated.
0: Indeed. Because there's a lot of talking going on. Kind of <laughs> like this episode.
1: Right. <laughs> bring an extra phone charger. Bring a battery pack. And the cable that goes with your battery pack so that you can keep your phone charged up. You're going to use it a lot, or we're going to recommend that you use it a lot. Take a lot of pictures, make some videos, do some voice recordings, and your battery is going to probably poop out before you do. So bring extra way of powering your phone. Don't plan on finding a, an electrical outlet. Don't just bring a charger, but bring an actual spare battery pack.
0: And speaking of your phone, your phone will be your friend. So one of the things that may surprise you is after you've seen two or three RVs, they're going to all start to run together. And then later that day, you might go home and talk with your significant other and go, oh man, the the sink in that 44 45 was fantastic and they'll say no no that was the 38 and you're like oh it was a cougar no it was a montana yeah Yeah. so take lots and lots of pictures don't
1: expect yourself to remember anything because after you look at a dozen or so of these you're gonna forget which was which
0: right it's it's amazing the energy of that show will just overwhelm you and you'll forget so uh not only pictures you want pictures of The model number, which is just to the left of the door on most RVs, but also the specifications, which are usually on the driver's side. And it's like a yellow sticker that goes over there. So take pictures of those and then go inside and take pictures or even video of the interior. Uh, Use the notepad function on your phone and the voice note feature and be as detailed as possible because by the end of the day, it's going to be a jumble of... RVs. It's amazing.
1: And sometimes you even want to take pictures of things you don't like because you might at the end of the day, you'll, you'll look through pictures and go, Oh, remember this one? I liked this and this and this, and then you like decide to buy it. And then you forget that you really hated that part of it. Yeah. So make, you know, make your notes really complete about everything about that certain RV.
0: Yep. Yeah. The more, again, you can always delete this stuff. It's digital, but you can't go back and retake it. Right except a year later when you're upgrading or downgrading.
1: (laughs) When you're going to to the RV show again. Yeah. So while you're inside these things, think about how you're planning to use them. If it's the two of you and you like to sleep in your RV, but you spend all day outside running around on adventures, that's going to be different from if you are getting an RV so that you can get away from town and sit in a recliner and watch a movie or watch television even there's no wrong way to do this. There's no wrong answer, but think about what you want out of this RV and look at these RVs with those eyes.
0: Yeah. And tonight we were uh, talking to a friend of ours and he said, uh, I'm going to bring my kids to the RV show so they can crawl in the beds and, and try out things that are important to them to make sure it fits them. He's also got, pretty large kids in terms of height. So.
1: Right. When, but he also said uh, when there's a cubby hole that's too small for him, he wants to make sure one of the girls can climb in there yeah. for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So, so
1: again, just just think about how you'll be using it and make sure that you can use it that way. Indeed. Including cooking. We've talked a lot about cooking. We talk a lot about eating. <laughs> you know, what do you think? So, and we talk a lot about having things prepared ahead of time, but if you don't do it, maybe you want to go RVing just so that you can spend all day to prepare a meal instead of having to do it when you rush home after work or something. So pretend to cook. Pretend to sit around watching TV or whatever, but also pretend to cook. Make sure that there's some counter space if that's what you need. Make sure that the dinette table is, is what you want it to be. Is there enough storage for the food that you think you want to take? Food is very important and you want to make sure that you can prepare it. And if you want to be outdoors a lot, look at the units with outdoor kitchens. If you want, like I said, to just go hide from the world and sit inside, make sure your indoor kitchen has enough space.
0: Remember that RV we saw at the uh, California RV show with the rear kitchen? Yeah, the Lance. Oh God, I want that so bad. (laughs) I know I know what RV we're probably getting next. But anyway, <laughs> well, once you've eaten, it's time to go potty.
1: Okay, okay. But out of the RV show, don't actually go
0: potty. No. So you're going to want to kind of test the toilet. And this might sound ridiculous. And gosh forbid, don't use the toilet in an RV show. <laughs> Please. Yeah. But you will want to sit on it and make sure that everything you choose to accomplish on that toilet can be accomplished. We have some friends who are trading in their travel trailer because they can produce product but cannot complete the process. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it and still maintain a uh, G rating. Very vague of you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But but basically, it's not something that they thought about when they Make were sure buying. Make sure
1: there's some elbow room there. Right. Elbow room. <laughs> And that includes not only the toilet, but the shower. Yeah. get Stand in that shower and pretend to wash your hair. Well, what? I mean, you know, if you have hair, uh, do something that you would normally do in the shower. If you shave your legs every single day, make sure you can find a place to put your leg and shave it.
0: Yeah. I, God, I remember when we were selling some big fifth wheels and there were seats in the showers, and I'm like, oh, that's for sitting down. And Peggy said, no, it's not. Ding <laughs> dong, it's for shaving it's your for legs. for putting
1: your foot up there. I haven't shaved
0: my legs. I shave my head.
1: <laughs> you so don't, don't even to- sit down to do it. No, I don't have to uh, <laughs> worry about
0: shampoo. So, well, speaking of the shower, what about privacy? Right? What
1: about privacy? Um,
0: if it's just you and your traveling companion or partner, Privacy probably is not a big issue.
1: You're probably used to running around naked in front of each other at home anyway.
0: That? (laughs) But let's say you have a family or you have friends who might go camping with you. Well, of course, it depends on who those friends are. But (laughs) You um,
1: might be used to... Never mind. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Is there enough room to change clothes or dry off from a shower without sharing more than you care to with your fellow campers? I'm amazed at how many people traded in RVs because they said, I I can't change in the bedroom. The bed is so close to the wall. There's just no way.
1: Right. And so if you are like us and we got the small trailer with not an, a separate bedroom, we have a Murphy bed, we have a, a curtain, so we don't try to change in that area. But if you are then going to try and change in the bathroom, our bathroom's nice, but it's not easy yeah, to change in there. You can't
0: barely change your mind.
1: <laughs> so think about that when you're thinking about who might be in that trailer or in that RV with you.
0: Right. And and the bottom line is go and figure out what your camping style is. Are right. You, think
1: about how you're going to use it.
0: Right. Are you going boondocking? Are you going to tailgating at games? Are you going... Just regular camping? Are you using it on occasional weekends? You're going to be going away for months at a time, so think of all that. Maybe even make a list and have that with you.
1: Right. See if you can check off some of those special points.
0: Right. Bring a tape measure. Yes. Uh, a pocket-sized tape measure can help you answer questions about cabinets and and you know what you're going to put in them. I mean, if you have certain pots and pans that you might want to bring or or even certain appliances, let's say an Instapot. Right. Then you're going to want to know where am I going to put this thing when I'm driving around.
1: Yeah. If you have a certain camp box that you already have all your important, you know, camp tools or something in, and you don't find out if there's a closet that is going to hold that, then you're going to have to start all over.
0: Right. Our uh, we are going to Quartzsite. Uh, you may listen to this before after we're there, but uh one of our challenges has been, where in the heck are we going to put the darn generator? Yep. Because we probably will be able to use our solar panels, but we're still bringing the generator in case. Right. So that's an issue. It's Is it going to sit in the open bed of the truck? Is it going to sit in the... Tr- I, you know, that's the yeah. thing. So that that's an issue. So, so think, think of all about that those things. Of, yeah.
1: yeah. So, and so if I'm right... Th- a lot of larger units and, and toy haulers have generators built in. You don't have to worry about where you're going to put a generator when you buy one. But when we bought ours, we weren't thinking about needing a generator. And then suddenly we found ourselves having wanting one and having one. And now we have to think about how to carry it around.
0: Yeah. There are some RVs that actually have a specific cabinet for generators. And RV manufacturers, here's a tip. Man, we love our Honda generators. And so uh, a cabinet to put those in as opposed to those loud onum units, <laughs> that would earn my business.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think the Lance has that. Just leave the leave the unit out and just make a cabinet yep. for it. There you go. There you go.
0: Um. Also, the latest iPhone software has a uh, measuring feature built right in.
1: So. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah. you always have a tape measure with you.
0: If you have an iPhone.
1: If you have an iPhone. All right, so let's think about the best day to go to an RV show. Obviously, if there are, if there are weekdays available, those are probably going to be less crowded because everyone's going to tend to want to go on the weekends when they're off work. Uh, sometimes you might even get discounts and deals on show admission during the week. It's always a good idea to go as early to opening day as possible so that you have the opportunity to look in all the RVs that are there because if they get sold, they're going to lock them up and then they're not going to be able to show those anymore. And they're not going to move them off the lot because they're all crammed in there for the show. Yeah, um,
0: not, not all shows lock up the RVs that are sold, but some do. And I've seen that and it's, you know, towards the end of the show, it's like, well, we have three RVs open yeah. still. It's pretty frustrating.
1: And so, then you know what doesn't sell. Right. <laughs> I want
0: the one that nobody wants. It's like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree.
1: Right. And then also like in addition to the best day, the best time of day, if you know that there's something specific you want to see, go see it early in the day before the crowds build up and then you have the rest of the day to kind of move around but you got to see the thing that you really needed to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um here's a huge one. No, if okay, this is of course for people who are considering towables like travel trailers, fifth wheels, that sort of thing. If you're considering a towable RV, Know what your tow vehicle can handle before you go to the show, because you don't want to get all excited about an RV and then realize it is pretty much at the capacity of whatever you're towing with. Camping World has a really good tool to help figure out what your vehicle can tow, and we have a link in the show notes. But when you're putting all these calculations together, so let's say you have a tow, like our tow vehicle. Our tow vehicle is rated to tow 6,500 pounds. Well, okay. But then you add the two of us, and you add the generator we talked about, and you add fuel in the tow vehicle, and you add stuff in the tow vehicle. Well, now...
1: And water. And- yeah.
0: Wa- well, that's just the oh, tow not- vehicle. okay. Right, 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 right. Sorry. So now you're down... 600 pounds, yeah, whatever. So now you're at 5,900. Well, then our travel trailer is 3,300 pounds, but that's the dry weight. So then you add 30 gallons of water. Okay, water is eight pounds to the gallon. So eight times three is 240 pounds of water. And you have two big batteries in front and two big propane tanks and clothes and flamingo cups and coffee (laughs) and beer. And pajamas. Right, so it all adds up. And so my thinking is I like to be at about 70 my personal feeling 70% of what my tow vehicle can handle and again as I've said many a time it's not necessarily what your tow vehicle can pull it's what it can stop right that is what factors I use to determine what I can tow and you don't. again you don't want to get all excited about something that is completely out of your range and it's amazing how quickly that adds up, and another yes. factor tongue weight, not you know the tongue you're talking with, but <laughs> the tongue on your trailer um it's generally about fifteen percent of the weight of the trailer, so our tongue weight is well, when the trailer was new and empty, it was probably four hundred and fifty pounds. I bet it's a good five hundred and fifty pounds right. now. Especially with the water and the batteries, maybe more. Yeah. And so that's another thing. You add that to the weight of the rear axle that your truck's rear axle can tow, and pretty soon you realize, wow, I'm way over capacity. Right. So no no before you go.
1: No before my tongue weight. I'm practicing with my tongue no, weight. No, not
0: that tongue. <laughs>
1: Jeez. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about a few things you should know before you go. One is the layout of the show. Usually, on their website for the show, you're gonna have they're gonna have a, um, a layout of the show map. So it's a good idea to take a peek at that and see if there are certain things that you want to look at. Know, I don't know, maybe which gate to enter so that you're closest to the things you want to see. Uh, know what time the show opens.
0: If there are brands or models that you'd like to see, uh, you might make a beeline for those right when you get in the gates.
1: Right, so that sometimes will help you. You know, if they're really big shows, sometimes there's parking on all four corners. And like I said, if you know that what you want to see is in the west corner, then go to the west parking lot and enter in the west gate. Yeah, get there and get to see what you want to see, and then the rest of it is just bonus time. bonus time.
0: Yeah. Know before you go the RVs. I will tell you that even though there are a very small number of component manufacturers, in other words, you're probably getting a Dometic fridge and you're probably getting a suburban stove and a suburban heater and a suburban water heater, blah, blah, blah. But the way RVs are built, the management of the plant, the tools and methods used in building the RV can vary very widely even within the same manufacturer. So think of this. When General Motors in the 70s built the beautiful Cadillac Fleetwood...
1: They also built the Chevrolet Vega.
0: Yeah. The same manufacturer built cars at very different quality levels. So that's true of the RV industry as well. Uh, One... big manufacturer may build a brand that is just absolute state-of-the-art. For example, uh, Thor builds Airstreams. They also build other brands that are not quite as a state-of-the-art. So mm-hmm. know the brands that are there and what makes them better or worse.
1: Right, because sometimes you don't necessarily care if you get all that state-of-the-art and you're looking for something maybe on the more affordable side. And that's fine, like we said there's no wrong way. just know that the wrong way is to not really know what you're doing
0: right you don't want to just go and go wow those are those are pretty I'll buy one right um we when we bought our rockwood mini light that's the brand of travel trailer we have the things that appealed to me included it's got a dexter torflex axle and frameless windows and it's vacuum laminated on all sides and has an arched roof and there are a lot of Quality features that made us decide that that was the trailer for us. And it has paid off. We've had it three years and really have not had problems with well, it. I know other people who have bought different RVs, even some that are in the same price category. And oh my gosh, it, it's been trouble.
1: Right, right.
0: Know before you go.
1: Know before you go. So tell us a little bit about knowing before okay. you go and uh, knowing the dealers.
0: Right. So, your dealer is going to be your liaison between you and the factory. And if they have a great warranty department, they're going to be there for you when things happen because they're, they're probably going to. And so it's really good to research who the dealers are at this show that you go to as well. A really great dealer will really be your advocate and can be there for you when things go wrong. A lousy one just won't care. right? And so find out how the service department acts at your dealership and ask them questions like, well, what is your PDI procedures? For example, pre-delivery inspection. Do they train you on your specific RV when you pick it up, or are you in a class with 10 other people and it's just general? Uh, yeah. What do they inspect on the pre-delivery inspection? Because truthfully, if they find a problem with the RV before you ever take delivery, well, that's in your favor.
1: Right. They're going to fix it or they're going to say, don't come till next week because we got to fix this thing that we found that was broken. And if they haven't really done a good job, you're going to find that thing that was broken. Yeah. And then you're going to bring it back and then you're going to wait.
0: Yeah. And again, if their service department is lousy, You may, let's say you buy it in March or April, and you have a problem, and the thing sits there for three months, and well, you've lost a good chunk of the summer RV season. Right. So research the dealer as well. That's a really critical part of the buying experience.
1: For sure. Okay, so let's say you found a good dealer, and now you're going to go to an RV show. Are you going to get a good deal? Because I always kind of thought, well, they're going to spend all that money on the fees for renting the space and they're going to spend all that money bringing all their trailers into the site and they surely they can't have good deals. Uh,
0: you know, and remember we got to spend time with one of the principals at an RV manufacturer who yep. shall remain nameless, <laughs> but just gave us some great insight and right. said, yeah, I it's a very competitive environment and I want to win business away from those guys across the aisle. So I'm going to provide incentives. I'll pay the booth fees. I'll bring the RVs here. And so that manufacturer spent a lot of money to have their RVs well represented at the show.
1: And that means the dealer didn't spend that money and they actually can give you good deals. Right.
0: So it depends, but you not know, not guaranteed. Do, right. Do your research beforehand. But yeah, there is a chance that you can get a really good deal at an RV show. And there's a chance that you can not get a good deal. <laughs> so the difference is have some idea of what you're getting into before you get into it.
1: Right. So let's say you're going to trade an RV that you already have. Here's another time when you want to know what you're doing. You yep. want to be prepared to tell that dealer what exactly you have. Obviously you're not likely to bring your RV to the show to (laughs) trade it in on site, although I've seen it, Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but bring in all the information, bring in pictures, bring in your specifications and know what it is that you want to trade in so that you can really get a good idea of what or the dealer can really get a good idea of what they'd be able to offer you
0: yeah they can make a specific quote or at least closer to a very specific offer if they know what you have and we had a lot of people who said well I've got a 2016 blibity blah and it turns out no it was a 2017 and it was a fifth wheel and not a travel trailer and on and on. And, and it's they like, didn't
1: remember to tell you that the kid broke that thing on there. and Right.
0: And so the remember, when it comes to your trade, you are actually competing to sell that trailer or RV to the dealer. So if you come in to this show and you have a bunch of pictures of your RV, including the model number, the year, maybe the serial number, which you can get on that sticker on the outside and a lot of good pictures, they may go, wow, this person knows what they're doing, and look at how beautiful that is, because truthfully, there's a lot of money for dealers in selling used RVs. So if you've got a good used RV, uh, they're gonna want it, and they're gonna pay you know, top dollar for right. it. Right. And that's speaking of top dollar.
1: So yeah, let's think about financing, and here's another time when you really wanna be prepared. There are going to be probably finance companies that are available at a show. Dealers are going to try and get you to sign here and there, here and now. Uh, Go after having already talked to your bank or your credit union and know what kind of a deal you can get without going through the dealer or without going through their finance companies. Because chances are, if you're in a credit union, you might already be able to get a great financing and not need to use that.
0: Right. However... Just as the dealers are competing for business, sometimes the finance companies will be as well. So you may right. find, you know, if you already have a loan locked in or you know what your financial resources can achieve, you know, credit union, whatever, and you go in and it's like, gosh, that's two points less or whatever it happens to be, take it. Right. I mean, they you know, so...
1: But if you haven't checked ahead of time, you have no idea what you could do if you and then you're going to say, "Well, okay, I'll go home and call my bank and then I'll call you back." And then you just it Yeah. The deal's kind of might fizzle away.
0: Indeed. So, uh have your ducks in a row before you go. And
1: although I must say, sometimes you think you're just going to look, and sometimes you're not prepared <laughs> to buy at all. Right? And sometimes you might buy anyway. So, yeah. you know, these things can happen. But if you are, if you at all think that you might be ready to buy, be ready to buy.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's better to have the information and not need and not it need than it for receive sure. IC. Yeah. So, and speaking of the deal terms, let's say you find, oh yeah, I really want that RV and it's beautiful, but I'd like slide toppers. Or, um, let's say it's going to sit at a permanent spot and you need it delivered in three weeks or whatever it happens to be, get everything in writing. As Confucius said, is something like the dimmest writing is better than the fondest memory or whatever. Whatever it I, is. I don't <laughs> know. I, I haven't talked to Confucius in years, but <laughs> but basically get it in writing because then it is something that is there. It's, oh, it's in writing. Right. So. And
1: that's not just about the price. That's about all those other things. All those, I'm going to hold it for you. I'm going to add this to it. I'm going to, yeah,
0: maybe even change out get, the
1: battery or whatever it is. Fill right. up the propane. You know, whatever it is. Yeah,
0: maybe get details of the uh, walk through uh, on in writing. So it's like I will be told how to work everything yes. on my specific RV or whatever. Whatever is important to you. Again, writing is the the way to go.
1: Right. So we found the perfect RV, right? Oh, you didn't. No, really. I found the perfect RV. It's perfect for me. It's no, exactly er- Oh. No, no, I it's perfect. I it's absolutely everything no, I What?
0: There is no perfect RV. Really? There's always a compromise. You're and right. so if you're going to be looking and looking and looking to try to find that perfect RV, it,
1: it may not exist. It's going to be really really close maybe. Yep. But there's going to be something in there even if it's just Everything is exactly where I want it to be, but I hate this upholstery color.
0: Right. Or (laughs) everything is exactly what I want, but I wish there were one more cabinet here or there. Yeah. Or, for example, in our case, we just took the couch completely out.
1: Right. Everything is perfect. I wish there was no couch.
0: Now there's (laughs) (laughs) not.
1: Yeah. Now it's perfect. (laughs) So
0: don't shop for... 10 years for the perfect RV. Right. When really, if you get within 10% of your goal, you're going to be happy camper and camping for those 10 years.
1: Right. And some things, maybe if you really think about it, they're not as important as you thought before you went. Yes. And
0: I barely know anybody who hasn't bought an RV and changed some stuff.
1: Right. <laughs> That's what all those Facebook groups are for. Absolutely. So you can learn how to do all your mods. Right.
0: Including the Stressless Camping Facebook right. group.
1: <laughs> and
0: on that same subject, Brand B may be better. Um, yeah. Let's face it. When you're an RV manufacturer, it's, you basically buy a lot of the same components that everybody buys. Right. And you look at the floor plan. If all of a sudden Brand A has a floor plan that is just smoking hot... Well, I've seen other companies within two months come up with exactly the same floor plan.
1: Right. And really, in, a, in an eight-foot hallway, how many floor plans can there be? That's true, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there's only so many different things you can do in an
0: 800-square-foot box. 800? You mean 400? I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. And so if somebody has a floor plan and you're like, oh, that's perfect, I would just look around at the other manufacturers building similar floor plans because-
1: This is where you want to take those really good notes.
0: Right. And I mean, I don't know. Well, of course you remember when we were shopping for our RV, uh, one of the things I really liked was the Murphy bed because in the day you have all that space and at night when you're basically just sleeping, you have uh, the bed. right? And so I looked at, or we looked at a number of RVs. That featured a Murphy bed, and what a difference from one brand to the next in she, how yes. it was implemented. Yeah. I mean, some companies just had exactly the same floor plan as our trailer, and it was just done badly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what? Maybe you like the color of one brand's upholstery better than the other.
1: Right. And if everything else is equally good to you, go with the color you like. Yeah.
0: So don't rule out. Uh one brand from the other and maybe look at the and maybe look at the competing brands with the same floor plan.
1: Yep. Alright, so remember that you're on a mission.
0: You're on a mission and your wishing. Someone could cure your R V condition.
1: Right. <laughs> That's what I was uh. gonna say. You just didn't give me a chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're smart enough not to try to make rhymes.
1: Alright, so There's two ways to approach going to an RV show. You can spend the day looking at all the latest RVs, or you can go with a specific goal of finding exactly that one vehicle. Well, not exactly, we've already learned. Right. Finding the next great vehicle that's going to be just right for you. If you have a mission to actually make a buying decision, don't let all those other wonderful distractions lure you away from looking at what you're hoping to buy.
0: Right. Because there is some cool stuff at an RV There's show. There's some
1: cool stuff. This is the kind of time when you might want to spend two or three days. You know, go and yeah. look at all the stuff that catches your eye on one day and go specifically looking at those things you were looking for on another day. And then go back again to narrow down those, all those great things you found.
0: Yep. It is the ultimate squirrel syndrome because <laughs> Peggy and I will walk through, let's say, oh, well, we want to look at, you know, such and such. And it's like, Ooh, look at that. Oh, but shiny. let's go look
1: at this first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 and then oh, look at over that. There.
0: We're, we're like ping pong balls in the <laughs> RV show. Boing, boing, boing. So don't be a Tony and Peggy.
1: Unless you just got all week to wander around and do yeah, nothing. Which is what we did at
0: the most recent California RV show. We were there for days and days. We looking did. at Yeah, we looked at... I still like that trailer we saw. But I anyway. know you did,
1: but we weren't shopping for a trailer. No,
0: But you never know when you walk in and walk out with something That's what new. I
1: said. Sometimes that trailer is going to find you, whether you were looking for it or not.
0: Ex- exactly. So let's talk a little bit about your posse, your crew, your bunch Um, Your gang. Your gang. Your kids and your pets will absolutely be part of your RV adventure. Right. However, depending on their ages and their enrollment in the buying process and all that, sometimes it's better that your kids and your pets aren't there, at least the first go-round.
1: Right. So if you've got a really small child in a stroller and you need to take it out of the stroller and in the stroller and out of the stroller and in the stroller every time you walk into a trailer and then you're carrying the baby in and out. It's not going to be as much fun for you. Right. The baby's not going to care what color the upholstery is or how much counter space there is in the sink.
0: Right. So just think about who is there with you. We saw one family that had obviously the mom and dad. They had, I think an aunt or two, the grandma and something like five or six Pre-teens. Small children, yeah. No, they, they were 9 to 12-ish. And those kids had no interest in being there. And grandma was getting tired. And it was just, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I don't know why they're here. You know, I mean, maybe so they're maybe shopping. So maybe they were just
1: there to look around yeah. and waste the day. And that's fine. Which is legit. But if you're actually shopping for an RV, consider having your team be people that can make decisions about that RV that you're going right. to
0: buy. And we also saw a lot of dogs at the RV show.
1: They are not going to help you make a decision. No,
0: and I felt bad because it was hot and they're walking on the asphalt and people are stepping on their paws. And it's just, Mm. I I really felt bad seeing some of these dogs at the show. Now, obviously there are service dogs. Sure. um, But if your dog can hang out at home or wherever, may, maybe that's not a bad place for them because right. it, it's a tough environment for a poochie. Yes. So, and we love dogs.
1: We do. We love to take our dog camping.
0: Oh, she loved it.
1: But yeah. we, what, like, like I said, we don't, we never needed the dog to help us make the decision on which no. RV to buy.
0: No, she was bad at that.
1: And we just told her this was the RV she was going to camp in and she said, yo, I love it.
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's go ramping, (laughs) (laughs) man! Right, right, ramping. (laughs) Okay. So those are 23 ideas for having a successful experience at an RV show. Right. So do you have things you think we missed? Yeah, I'd like to hear them. Right. So that's one of the reasons we have our Facebook group where you can participate in the discussion and add, chime in. Don't forget to go there. There's, of course, a link in the show notes. Yeah. One of the more popular features on our website is an RV show calendar. And And if
1: you check out that calendar now and you have any interest in going to an RV show, I bet you're going to find one that's nearby enough that you're going to want to go.
0: Yep. And we have a map so you can zoom in to where you'd like to go and see RV shows. And uh, so great tools on stressless camping and of course our one of our more popular areas of stressless camping is deals and discounts yeah buddy so we work with people who we trust and whose products or services we actually use to get deals and discounts for you yes so deals and discounts is another component of our website and it's all there on stresslesscamping.com
1: yeah <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> so there you go that's uh, your 23 tips for having a successful experience at an RV show we really appreciate your joining us on this journey we hope to see you at an um, upcoming RV show for uh, sure we're even speaking at a few of them so there that's kind of exciting yeah. maybe you know if, if that we're at a show that you're at come on up and say hi we, we love meeting please do you. yeah and uh, if not, we'll see you in the digital world at StresslessCamping.com and our Facebook page and Instagram and Pinterest and blah, blah, blah.
1: All those places. All
0: those good places. So thank you again for uh, listening. Don't forget to leave a review, if possible, on Apple Podcasts.
1: You enjoy that RV show.
0: Yeah, have a great time and, and share your pictures and what you learned and what you saw at the shows you go to
1: right let us all learn a little bit from each other
0: yeah it's it's a great community so well with that thank you very much for listening have a great week oh happy new year
1: that's right happy new year this is
0: our first podcast of 2020
1: that's right happy new year and
0: happy happy camping we hope you enjoyed this week's adventure time to get out on your own journey but don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app And visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.